Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to, and all three of us are back together for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, I really am so happy to be here. Me too. This feels right. It's been too long. It's been too long. What the fuck is wrong with us, you guys? (laughs) I gotta say, though, Emily and Joel, you held down the fort really well. Thank you. I'm going to watch that movie. I'm sold. And I loved hearing the little clips of the music. Thank you. (laughs) Um, No, we did have fun. I really I'm glad. I feel very glad that you enjoyed it. And I hope that people enjoyed it. And um Man, we just, I'm sorry, those up, we just talk too much. And I, I realized what it is. I told him, I was like, you'd think it'd be the chat up, up front that would be, we were talking too much. No, it's the recap portion that's too long. And it's because I'm incapable of not expressing to Joel every stupid thought that comes to my head. I'm somehow able to like rein it in a little bit more with anybody else. I'm just not used to not telling him every stupid thought I have. So it makes the episodes really long. And I'm sorry about that. I feel like we got so many comments, though, that were like, nine more hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cut a lot of stuff out. So. Release the unedited version. <laughs> Emily's version. Emily's version. <laughs> Emily's version. Uh, maybe someday. Um, but no, I'm very... This this feels right. You know? This feels good. Feels this good feels good to like be home. Back. Feels like home. My two loves on this ro- most romantic day of the year. Mm-hmm. 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 Also, it's Ash Wednesday. No one cares about that, but Ash Wednesday is like the—that's like the least romantic day of the year. If you're is that a Christian, where you wear ashes on your forehead and across? And is this yeah, and it's when, when we Lent give begins. something up for Lent. Okay. Yeah. You have to give something up on Valentine's Day. Can you that is believe? really rude. That is really rude because a lot of people give up like sugar. I know. And so it, w- it wouldn't always be on Valentine's Day. It's whatever the no, Wednesday no, 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 is. No, no. But uh, this year it is unfortunate. You're going to have to get your Valentine's Day chocolate in ahead of time, which if you're listening to this is in the past. <laughs> <Too late. laughs> but hey, if you're not giving up sugar for Lent, go for it. Maybe they are. So, they are slow is what I just said. Also, already have uh, Sammy knows this because I sent her a text Easter candy at. Whoa. The store on shelves on shelves now. Easter My favorite in February. So, uh oh, <laughs> I almost bought some. Was like I cannot start, but I did buy Valentine's chocolate. The Cadbury eggs start now. Starts right now. They start now, and it starts right now. 
It's going to be a long Easter season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't giving up shit for Lent. <laughs> Not me. Um, we got a patron chosen episode today for you guys, Woo! and it's going to be a fun one, I think. I had a great time with this silly little movie. Oh, I love these adjectives. Love them <laughs> on this day of love. And if you guys want to jump straight to that recap, you've got timestamps in the episode description. Uh, because first, I got to ask you guys if anything scary happened to you this week. Well, the main thing was that you visited me and then you left. Yeah. It was oh, scary to leave. That's scary. She left. Can you believe? She, that's fucked she up. She could have just stayed if well, she Henry, wanted to. You could have just stayed if we were really <laughs> going to get into it. <laughs> um, but I was so, so, so glad that we got COVID the week before you came yeah. because that would have been mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Got that out of the way. Got that out of the way. Tim got COVID. He had to isolate, quarantine. I had to solo parent, which is so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I honestly do. I don't know how two people do it, but how does one person do it? I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. Now I completely understand why all those 1950s housewives were addicted to pills and like (laughs) (laughs) drinking all day long. No, obviously, you know, it's not that bad, but I have have so much help. I have so much help. I can't imagine if I was, I'm, there are women who can do this. I'm not one of them who can just like be at home all day, every day with a two-year-old and a three-month-old. Like, Are there people who can do this? I guess I simply don't believe it. I know. It's like not okay. So also- It's not right. Part of what made it difficult is we couldn't really go anywhere because obviously I didn't want to make, I wanted to make sure like we didn't have COVID and give it to anyone else by accident or anything. So, and it's cold outside. So there's nothing really to do outside. So we were Mm. just trapped. I I hate it when I'm trapped inside just with me as myself and a a grown up. And um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. It's hard. It's hard. But um, we turned we turned the corner. We haven't had any sicknesses since COVID. Two weeks ago, we've made almost two weeks. Oh my God, two whole weeks? Got one of those like this many days without an accident Mm -hmm. sign. Oh, you should get one of those. (laughs) Would that be helpful or hurtful? Helpful or hurtful? I don't know. It would be helpful actually because I think that it would put me in the mindset of like being grateful and also on edge. Instead of just pretending like... (laughs) (laughs) It reminds you to be a little scared. Yes, exactly. Because while I, holding on to gratitude, <laughs> I put it out of my mind immediately. It's over. It's like it never happened. Never happened. I'm not thinking about and it again. It will never, never happen, happen again. again. <laughs> it will never happen again. Yeah. So that's been tough. And I don't know. I don't know. I, that's all. I have nothing interesting to talk about. You guys, you guys tell me. Tell me about your lives. <laughs> that was interesting. I will say I, we had a really funny, fun little moment where <laughs> you guys were together and. I was out and I was a little bit drunk and you guys were together and you were a little bit drunk. And I thought what I should do is FaceTime them. And I FaceTimed you guys and you answered. And I was in a loud restaurant. Couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear a thing. You guys were in a, the pitch black backseat of the cab. <laughs> couldn't see you. So we FaceTimed for like two minutes where we couldn't see or hear anything <laughs> anybody was saying. And it was really special. And I made me very happy. Sammy and I had three espresso martinis that night. <laughs> that's a that's, 
And honestly, I was, like, I was like fully sober. And I think that it's because the martini is a lot of espresso. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it basically completely counteracts. Totally cancels each other out. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like how when you ever have like alcohol with like soda water, it's your hydrating. You're not drinking alcohol. You're just hydrating. Yeah. <laughs> Hot tip. I also took a big risk and bought tickets for me and Sammy while she was here. And we saw Merrily We Roll Along. And it was a risk because, you know, Sammy hates music. Um, so I wasn't sure how she was going to react. I wasn't yeah, sure what was, was the verdict? I wasn't sure if she was going to hate it. We, they started singing in the first five seconds, and I thought, oh, no, no, she no. She stormed out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's still here. She's still here. But it's starring Daniel, it's starring Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, so. we saw Harry Potter in the flesh. Oh, my God. You can't storm out on Daniel. No. no and I he would was never. so good. So, Sammy... Tell everyone what you told me. I loved it. I got full <gasps> body chills when they started their first song. Wow. I was so relieved. I can't remember if we talked about this on the pod or not, but Emily and I recently went to see Mamma Mia. <laughs> we did. And it was one of the worst stage productions I've ever seen. It was absolute chaos. It, and this was the touring Broadway cat. This was not like... You know, we just happened upon a Mamma Mia show. This should have been... That's what it felt like. Good. It did feel as if they were like it, like a really good, the best high school performance of Mamma Mia you've ever seen. <laughs> yes. You'd be like, those kids are really good. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. I thought it was like a local LA production of Mamma Mia. I didn't realize no, no, it, was no, it was the, the Broadway... The Broadway touring cast of Mamma Mia. Oh my God. <laughs> It was so bad, but I mean, I I love ABBA. I love Mamma Mia the movie. We had fun. And so we had still had a great time, but just like having that be my last musical that I went to, the the mm-hmm, the difference, mm-hmm. the discrepancy was it was jarring. It was like <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I, you get a little scared? I was just like this is so good. Yeah. These people are professionals on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They were so, so, so good. You gotta be good. You gotta be good for that. Um, I'm so glad you guys were together. It really made me so happy. I, you know, if I, if I couldn't be there, I'm glad that you were, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Um, I, a scary thing that happened to me, I guess, was on my flight back. I had a layover because I used points. And so it was free to do this flight with the layover, but a layover to New York is so dumb. Yeah. It's no, no fun at all. Yeah. I really am not going to be doing that again. But so on the way back, my first flight got delayed. So I was going to have a 14 minute layover. <laughs> so oh my God. No. I was just on this flight fucking panicking and I had to put, it was, um, the overhead bins were kind of full. And so I had to put my suitcase like six rows back behind me. And so I'm like, even if I jump up first, it's like, I got to pummel through all the other people that are going to be in the aisle. And I was so stressed about it. And I, I did it. I pushed past everybody. It's just so not like my personality. I would, I'd much rather like wait till everybody's off the plane and like, yeah, just not, be in anybody's face. But I did it. I pushed through. I grabbed my bag and ran to the next gate. And it was delayed an hour. (laughs) Of course. Of course. So I made it, which is good. But 
Um, and then Ugh. flying into LAX, I guess they are opening a metro station at LAX this they year, are. which is this year? really great news. Yeah. And like oh, end of shit. 2024, because it's fucking batshit crazy that there's no metro or it's public insane. transportation it's- at LAX, Los Angeles International Airport, one of the largest airports in the world. Like everyone gets off a plane and individually calls an Uber. It's so fucking dumb. It's insane. Uh, it's really insane. It was really upsetting because it was also pouring rain when I landed and walked out. To oh my that- god, that's right! You landed on Sunday. It was yeah, cuckoo it was on Sunday. Crazy. It was raining so hard, like a historic rain. How did you? Do you have to walk outside for a while too to like get a car? Yep, I walked. Yeah, like ten minutes oh, in the no. rain to the pickup. Uber Lyft pickup area, and there's just literally hundreds of people there. No Ubers are answering. It was awful. I was just like, this is so fucking dumb. So I'm really excited for that metro to open because. Yeah, that will be great. And I'll say, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Check out that flyaway bus. You just get on that bus. Yeah, the flyaway bus. I've used that that before. Take it to Union Station, call an Uber from Union Station. Once I flew in recently. Um, and Joel was going to come pick me up and I just walked completely out of the airport. I just walked all the way across and out and down the street. And I went, I walked to like the nearest hotel and just had him yes. meet me there because the airport was so crazy. Yeah. And if, if someone's picking you up too, if they don't time it perfectly, they have there, to loop again nightmare. and it's like an extra 45 minutes. Of it's being crazy. It's like cars were like not moving. And I, I was like, I'm just going to like, walk fully out of the airport and mm-hmm. it, and I did and it was great <laughs> someone gave me a tip that I am curious to try just to get on any hotel or car park shuttle and just like go wherever it takes you and call an uber that there. is so smart that is way better than that uber thing I don't I will never do the uber thing at, at LAX it's a nightmare it's I won't awful. do it but those are some great tips you're welcome get on <laughs> yeah get on any <laughs> Shuttle. Anybody flying into LAX now? You you've got some some tips and tricks. But let's let's talk about this week's movie. Ooh yeah. Which, as I mentioned, patron chose an episode uh, with an asterisk that once again the movie that won the poll was unavailable streaming anywhere. So I bought it on DVD. That is a tale of two sisters. Amazing. <gasps> uh, so that DVD is. Uh, coming to me soon and we'll have that episode in the future but i (laughs) went with the second choice of the poll which was truth or dare came out in 2018 directed by jeff wadlow written by michael rice jillian jacobs christopher roach starring lucy hale tyler posey and violet bean and it is available to rent on vod the director is something wadlow Jeff Wadlow. Um, that just reminds me. Um, I'm going to have to tell my friend Lisa this, which is um, a fact that she told me that she remembers for some reason from growing up that the tallest man alive, his name is Robert Wadlow. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I know this because she made up a song, a catchy little song about Robert Wadlow that the second you said that Jeff Wadlow, I started singing it in my head. Let's get a let's get a taste of that. Robert Wadlow, um, tallest man alive, six 
to eight foot eleven. I think it's eight, eight foot eleven. No, that can't be right. Robert <laughs> Wallow, twenty two years old, went straight to heaven. He didn't live very long. He was too <gasps> he is tall. Eight foot, eight, eight foot eleven. Oh, see, and I know it from the song. Eight foot eleven died at twenty two. Right? That's so sad. It is sad. Yes, he's too did. tall for this world. Robert Wallow was the tallest man alive. Robert Wallow. 22, 22 years old, just had to die. That's the song, too. That's part of the song. Wow, that's gorgeous. Yeah, that is that is catchy. <laughs> Here's a fact I'll <laughs> never forget. And now all of you will also remember Robert Wadlow, tallest man alive, eight foot eleven. Thank you. But that is not the director of this movie. <laughs> not the director of this movie. But I do. I, well, no, they're probably not related. Possibly. Because I don't think I don't think Robert had children. Yeah. But you can be related in other ways. Yeah. He's distant, distantly related. <laughs> he had to get here somehow, you know? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this movie. With Lucy Hale. Again, I'll say it again. Pretty Little Liars. I don't know why you guys haven't watched all Pretty Little Liars I yet. I do need to watch Pretty Little I really Liars. Do. I'm I know. with you on that. Add it to your list because it is... Would you rank that is... a, a higher or lower priority than Vampire Diaries? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. I would say that Vampire Diaries taught me more about being a good human. <laughs> and just, you know, the importance of friendship. Wow. Pretty Little Liars really has the shock value. It has the shock value. I I, okay. I always use so this example. Don't make me choose. <laughs> I was this example, but one of the episodes, one of the girls gets gifted a bracelet made of human teeth. Imagine <laughs> at junior high school. <laughs> yeah, I really wasn't expecting that. <laughs> if you asked me to name something that happened in Pretty Little Liars. I almost did an actual spit take with a smoothie, which would have been really messy. With a smoothie. I took a sip of my smoothie as I started that sentence and I nearly spit out everywhere. I did not see that coming. Right? That's, uh, but that's Pretty Little Liars for you. Shock value. You don't I see mean, it coming. Yeah, you said the exact right thing to make me want to watch. I was going to say, yeah, say no more. I'm sold. Sorry, Vampire Diaries. Where's your bracelets made of human teeth? Get back to me when you have a bracelet made of human teeth. I haven't. I haven't really seen Lucy Hale in anything. I, I like very much am aware of her and know mm-hmm. who she is. But I realized I think this might be the first thing I've ever seen her in. Is that possible? It might be possible. I, yeah. I'm starting to rack my brain if I've ever seen her. She's in, in a lot of random movies, and then Pretty Little Liars. I feel like she's just mostly famous for Pretty Little Liars. I can like picture her on the front of like Christmas Hallmark movies. Yeah, she seems like that kind of. I read the Hating Game. She's in the movie of that, but I did not like the book, and I hear the movie is even worse. <laughs> so I'm not really rushing to rushing to watch it. Hmm. Oh, she was in the OC. What? She must have been really young. I don't remember okay, that. She, this is saying she's in Riverdale. Katie Keene. Yep. Yep. Two episodes. So I have yep. seen her. I do remember that. I have that. seen her in something. I remember that too. And it was when they were doing a weird little crossover thing because she had her own show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look who she plays in the OC. Had- Hadley Hawthorne. <laughs> Katie Keene and Hadley Hawthorne. <laughs> Hadley Hawthorne. Oh shit! Is that is that me? <laughs> wait, you gotta that, watch the OC and find wait, out. Is that me? It looks yeah. exactly like me. 
Um, but I her first this. name is Karen. Her name is actually Karen Lucille Hale. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, I don't see a lot of Karens in their thirties. You don't see a lot of Karens in their thirties. No. Hmm. Uh, were you guys aware of this movie before today? No, never heard of it. Not aware. No. Um, it has a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. 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 <laughs> a thirty-five on Metacritic and a five point two on IMDb. Okay. A budget sure. was three point five million. It made ninety-five point three million. So ninety-five it was million a, dollars. It was a success. This is a Blumhouse movie and. Yeah, I guess it it did really well, but I I vaguely remember it coming out in 2018, but it's one of those movies you can like tell is going to be bad. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun with it. It's like Ghost Ship. I felt the same way watching oh, Ghost Ship. Hell Except, yes. I mean, there's no there's obviously a huge lack of vessels in this movie, but yeah, one well, glaring omission. I guess see, there's there could there's an argument that there are some vessels, human vessels, but Oh, anything's a vessel if you try That's hard true. enough. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, some trivia for us. There's a ongoing thing that happens in this movie where people have a very big smile on their face mm. <laughs> and it looks like a literal Snapchat filter. It's Ooh. so poorly done. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Incredible. <laughs> Wait, so it's like a CGI. It's a CGI smile. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, oh, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't understanding that. Yikes. But it looks. It genuinely looks like you know when people hold up yes. Snapchat to the TV when it's like a presidential debate and they are both have the like googly eyes. And like <laughs> uh, it looks like that. honestly, that's the only thing that could make me not dread this upcoming election. You said that, and I was like, "Those are funny. Those are really I'm funny." I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that again. So the menacing grin, menacing is very funny. The menacing grin that comes with the with the truth or dare force is nicknamed the Willem Dafoe grin. Whoa! Because it is in part inspired by his menacing smile. <laughs> oh my god! Did I tell you that I had a dream about Willem Dafoe recently, Sammy? No. How was it? Sexy. It was. We were just hanging out. I met him at a yard sale, and we were hanging out, and. I texted you being like, Willem Dafoe's here. And you <laughs> didn't, you were like, you're like, okay, I have to take a shower. And you like, didn't come. A and I shower. kept being like, I know. And I kept, <laughs> this isn't, I this never. isn't, this isn't Sammy. You think I would prioritize a shower <laughs> over anything? I never, ever. And yeah, I kept being like, I was trying to like keep him there because I was like, Sammy needs, <laughs> what, like, what the fuck is she doing? Why is she not here? That's that was the whole dream. Was that interesting for people to hear about? I, you know, I love hearing about dreams and telling about dreams. So sorry, I'm going to tell you guys that I had a dream about Taylor Lautner, and it was an earthquake dream. We recently had a <gasps> we an did earthquake have here an earthquake. in Los Angeles, and uh, this in my dream it was a devastating, enormous earthquake because oh, I'm very God. scared of earthquakes. It was like ground splitting open type earthquake. Ooh, scary. And I was driving and the person driving next to me was Taylor Lautner and the ground like split open between us. <gasps> or no, cutting us off from the other. We were together. We got out oh, of the cars. And he immediately started crying. <laughs> <laughs> 
need to comfort Ted was Taylor like Lautner. talking about how how he how he like missed his wife or he w- wished his wife Taylor Lautner was also there. He's like, I, I hope my wife wa- Taylor. I hope my wife Taylor Lautner is okay. And I told him that it was going to be okay. I comforted him. Comforted wow. him. That's your, I think that's your own psyche telling you like, you're going to be okay. If there's an earthquake, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Okay, so more trivia. Tyler Posey and Lucy Hale's faces did not need much computer tweaking to create the smiles. <laughs> Wadlow commented that augmentation was only at 5% for both of them. So they just have naturally Snapchatty faces. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I could see it with Lucy Hale. She has like big eyes and like mm. big features. Yeah, she looks like a Pixar mm-hmm. character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is he... Is he- think that's like a compliment to them and they're acting or is it meant to be insulting or just a fact? I think he said it at a press event that she was also at and it was the first time she had heard this piece of information and she said, I don't know whether to be offended or... Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds com- right. Like if that's a compliment or a diss. This is just a little something that I wrote down. Truth or dare... Dates back to the early 1700s. Oh. There's the recorded games of Truth or Dare. Wow. Oh. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. What kind of stuff were they doing back then? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff could they have possibly been doing? Like, I dare you to go run through that cornfield naked. Probably, yeah. I mean, honestly, I was going to say probably, probably a lot of the, the same, same stuff. exact same kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Not much has changed because truth will be the same thing, too. It's like, who do you like in this group? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you, you, you have to tell us you said truth. So you have to be honest who you like. <laughs> and dare is always go do this thing naked. I think that's or like kiss someone. Yeah. That's always, that's always what they are. Uh, and then a, a romantic love story. Uh, Tyler Posey and Sophia Ali went on to date during production of this film. Wow, romantic. Don't know how long they dated, but are either of you familiar with Tyler Posey? He is in Teen Wolf. He's, I believe, the titular Teen Wolf. Or is that <laughs> um, maybe there's multiple Teen Wolves? <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm no, I'm not up. familiar with him. No, I do not know who this Any is. Any relation to Parker? I don't think so. He was in Made in Manhattan. Wow. A lot of people with last names who aren't related to each other here. What the heck? <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just saw that he was kind of a big deal based on my Reddit research. They're just, I, I was not familiar with him and... You know, he's t- a he like, was a sensation in Teen, teen Wolf. I, I suppose. was going to say teen teen TV stars. A lot of teen teen TV stars. Uh, so we will watch the trailer at the end because it spoils everything. <laughs> and if you want to watch that, that'll be available on our Patreon. But let's just jump right into this recap. Do you guys dare me to tell you about this movie and be truthful when I do it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, both, both. Choose both. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. 
Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. We all come home after a long day of work and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I, I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I do have to give us a trigger warning for suicide. Okay, so we open on a woman arriving at a gas station in Mexico. Looks like kind of in the middle of nowhere. She seems very on edge. Runs inside to the cashier to try to put, you know, get some gas for her car. And as she's talking to him, his face turns into a silly little smile. Oh, no. And a demonic voice says, truth or dare. And she's starts, you know, like shaking her head. No, no, no. I don't want to play anymore. Please. I don't want to play anymore. Cut to her walking down the aisles of the like convenience store, um, gas station store and grabbing a bottle of gasoline, going up to another woman in the store, pouring it all over her and lighting her on fire. And then like crying and saying, I'm sorry, I had no choice. I have no choice. What is truth? Like, yeah, why don't you just pick truth? Sorry, that's immediately off the bat. My main question here. And you know what? I'm surprised to tell you that I'm going to have an answer for you. So sit tight. Okay. Amazing. So now we cut to our protagonist, Olivia. This is Lucy Hale. She is making a YouTube video trying to convince her followers to, instead of going to Mexico for spring break, volunteer with me for Habitat for Humanity. You won't have to have any hangovers and you can know that you did a good thing for your community. Have you guys ever done Habitat for Humanity? I actually did want to do it, but I never did. I did one day of Habitat for Humanity in like high school. Yeah, I feel like it's a high school type thing. And it was very fulfilling and it never I never did it again. Well, like building something and then having it be built sounds very satisfying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. you're really mm -hmm. seeing the fruits of your labor. And then... Giving that to someone in need. <laughs> Why am I being so weird today? <laughs> <laughs> You're channeling Lucy Hill character. So weird today. <laughs> Why am I being so weird today? <laughs> uh, um, so she finishes this video and posts it. And then her best friend, Marky, comes in. Marky is Violet Bean. She looks kind of like Imogen Poots to me. Oh, yeah. And she is trying to convince her to go to Mexico with all of them instead. And she's saying, no, no, I'm doing Habitat for Humanity. And Marky tells her, actually, you're not. I got you a ticket already. And I told Habitat for Humanity that you have like diarrhea or something and you can't come. Wow. And Olivia's mad, but this is, I believe, their senior year of college and their last spring break they're going to have together. And so Marky is begging her, please come on. This is, we're not going to get to do this again. You have to come. And, and they, all of their friends have agreed they're going to do Habitat for Humanity for two weeks when they get back. So it's going to be a net positive overall. So Olivia agrees. Great. Just right off the bat, quickly, sorry, I'm just fascinated by a friendship where your interests would be so diverged at this age. You know what I mean? Where it's Mm -hmm. like, can you imagine being best friends with someone in college who wanted to do Habitat for Humanity instead of going to Mexico for spring break? Well, I'll be honest, their friendship does seem a little 
Rocky. Hmm. I mean, this isn't a very nice friend thing to do. Right. No, not at all. So we meet Marky's boyfriend. Lucas is also in the room and some of their other friends. And there's a little moment between Lucas and Olivia where she's looking at him a little too long and he catches her looking and she looks away embarrassed. And we're picking up a little something there. Mm. And the other friends that are going to be going with them to Mexico are Brad, uh, Tyson, Tyson's kind of a jock guy. He's a medical student. Tyson's girlfriend, Penelope. Her personality is is girlfriend. Mm. Brad's personality is gay friend. Not a lot of character development for these guys. Sure, sure. And then there's Ronnie, who's kind of the goofball annoying one that they all um, seem to not really like. Uh, so they're in Mexico now. We're at, at some resort and Olivia's at the bar and someone starts hitting on her that she clearly is not interested in and is trying to get out of this conversation when a cute stranger sitting at the bar cuts in and saves her from it and is basically just like, you know, pretends he's she's his girlfriend or something. And so the other guy backs off, leaves him alone. And she thanks him for... Um, rescuing her from the creepy guy. And this guy's name is Carter. She's clearly attracted to him. And this is a fun little, could be a fun Mexico hookup. Who knows? Everyone at this point in the night is feeling tired and ready to go back to their rooms. But Carter suggests that he's found this like ruins place that is cool and that he wants to show them. And every nobody wants to go except for Olivia, who has a crush on him and is like, come on, you guys, come on. You like made me come here and you have to do this with me. Come on. It's not it's just it's going to be fun. Let's go at the end of the night to some ruins with a stranger. Yeah, <laughs> really good idea. What could go wrong? So they reluctantly agree and they all go to this uh, ab- abandoned, rundown church that's trashed and creepy and Carter suggests that they play truth or dare. A stranger cannot suggest that you play truth or dare. I think even if I weren't in a horror movie situation, if I meet somebody and I don't know them and they say, let's play truth or dare, I think you're going to murder me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would immediately think that that's what was about to happen. I'm not a big fan of truth or dare, even with people I know. What are your guys' thoughts on truth or dare? No, I don't like it. Because I don't like doing anything I don't want to do. Exactly. <laughs> I also like fundamentally disagree with like if someone if I was playing Truth or Dare and someone dared me to do something, I'd be like, no. No. Exactly. I think that I think <laughs> no. that I think that Truth or Dare is almost like a self-selecting game. Like it's like there's a type of personality that likes to play Truth or Dare and then they kind of like force other people to play Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, Truth or Dare, I think, is like a bullies game. Yeah, in mm-hmm. a way, it is a bullies game. <laughs> yeah. And I think those are the only ways and times I've ever played it was when I was like hanging out with someone like, who was kind of someone's like kind of a bully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a way to be mean to somebody and be like, it's the game. Your friend, your friend of me that you're like kind of scared of. Yeah. It's like, I'm not being mean. It's what is Truth or Dare? What? Just tell me all your secrets. Tell everybody here all your secrets. Yeah. What? It's the game. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a fun game, but Carter suggests it. And for some reason, they all agree. It is a horny game. 
It can be it can be horny, yeah. So I can see why if you're feeling a little horny, maybe you're going to say yes to the murderer. Well, someone <laughs> I think suggests spin the bottle and Carter's like, no, no, truth or dare. It's got to be truth or dare. <laughs> yeah, now I'm definitely I'm back to being like, you're going to murder me. Yeah. <laughs> so they start asking each other in a real willy nilly order. You, I feel like normally you go around the circle or yeah. whoever you pick goes next. This is just completely random. <laughs> chaos. Chaos. Absolute chaos. The world can't function this way. No. no. And so Olivia gets asked first and she picks truth. Someone asks her, if you had to pick between everyone in this room dying or the entire population of Mexico dying, what, what would you pick? And she says, everyone in this room, obviously. And they're all offended, like, what the fuck? You'd let us die? And she's like, over millions of people? Yeah. Carter says, you have to tell the truth. And she looks at him and she says, I am. And he does a little face like, okay. How could that not be the answer? <laughs> I don't know. Because these are like shitty little college students. So then we get some of the more, you know, expected ones, a lap dance. There is a um, gay kiss, two guys kiss in it, which I, in the trivia, it says is the, only the second teen slasher where two guys have kissed. The first being Tamara or Tamara. Hmm. Whoa. Isn't that pretty wild? Fucked up. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's also, of course, Olivia and Penelope kiss at one point, And the trivia was like, that's been in movies before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girls kissing has, has been in them quite a lot. So there's lap dances, there's kissing. Carter's looking a little on edge. Uh, we're kind of, obviously, we're suspicious of, of him. And Marky picks truth. And it's Tyson, the, the jockey medical student guy that has asked her and he says do you know that olivia is in love with your boyfriend and this is a game for bullies yeah, yeah not nice yep. not nice this is what this game is designed for is these types of moments and olivia says that's not true she's looking like really stressed marky looks confused everyone it's awkward and uncomfortable and olivia's denying it olivia asks tyson next truth or dare and he picks dare and she says i dare you to stop selling fake prescriptions to undergrads oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and he goes okay fine like i can sell them to non-undergrads or something mm -hmm. i don't know and it finally comes around to carter he picks truth and Penelope asks him, what are your intentions with our Olivia? And he says, she seemed like an easy target. I needed to get a group of people here with me to play truth or dare. And she seemed like she would be an easy person to convince everyone's like what the fuck mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you don't want to hear the word target no nope. yeah <laughs> that's not good he explains to them that this game of truth or dare will continue and that they're part of it now it's kind of an it follows situation mm -hmm. he's uh -huh. passed it on to them and you will be asked truth or dare and you have to do the truths and you have to do the dares or you die. And then he kind of heads out. <laughs> <Sexy>, uh, 
obviously nobody believes it. And they're just like, that guy's a freak. What the fuck was that? And Olivia has a vision of all of her friends having funny little smiley faces just for a quick moment. And then it's gone. And she like shakes it off as if it was nothing at all. (laughs) And they, you know, head back to college after their trip. I think they've forgotten about this for the most part. But then on their first day back at school, they're in the library and Olivia is surrounded by all these other students that start closing in on her, like circling her with silly smiley faces saying, truth or dare, truth or dare, Olivia, truth or dare. And they're just, it's this cacophony of them doing it and she can't uh, make it stop. So she says, she says, truth, truth. We don't hear the question, but we, it just like cuts to a normal library. Nobody's actually around her. This is just in her head, but there, you know, there are other people in the library and she just yells, Marky cheats on Lucas constantly. And of course, Marky and Lucas are sitting right there. Mm. Marky is pissed. Storms out. She's, and Olivia's like, it was, it was the game. It was true through dare. I had to say it. And they obviously don't believe her. Now Olivia is realizing that this is real and trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. We cut to Ronnie, who was second in the truth or dare order that they did initially. And he's at a bar trying to hit on a girl and her face turns into a little smiley face and she says, truth or dare, Ronnie. And he picks dare. She dares him to show his dick to everybody in the restaurant. Or in the bar. And he climbs up on a pool table and is like, this beautiful lady right here has just dared me to show you all my genitalia. And this girl is now looking at him like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Because oh. it's it's not actually happening in real life. Um, like the, she didn't actually ask him to do that. And she, he says, but I'm not going to do that. And I can't remember why, but he refuses to do it. And he just puts on a little show. And because he doesn't do it, now his face turns into a weird little smiley face as people are trying to get him off the pool table. And he almost falls and it, to like impale himself on a pool cue. And someone like grabs him and stops him like, whoa, dude, watch out. And he's like, thank you. And walks over to the <laughs> other side of the pool table, steps on a pool ball and trips and lands breaking his neck on the next there's (gasps) another pool table next to it so he just like falls and his neck snaps on the other table wow okay ronnie's dead really traumatic date for that woman not good this Mm -mm. was i think this was just a stranger at a bar this was someone he's oh hitting on at random but uh, dramatic for everybody dramatic for everybody Yeah. yeah um I completely do not understand the premise of this movie. This is so funny. It's so funny. It's so extremely convoluted. I can't wait to get into the details of... Like, what? It's just like a a sneaky little demon who likes to play truth or dare. It's just wandering around the world. I think... I think... uh, escalating game of truth or dare is a fun horror concept, but it just seems like it would be better as a slasher. Like it doesn't need a supernatural element. Like, wouldn't it be scarier if it was just like someone forcing you to do things? Yeah. 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 
Well, I guess we'll keep going. But yeah, so far I'm sort of like, okay. And I got to say, I know you're going to give more examples of truth, but so far it's like, if the truth is something that's like, you would have to assume that everyone has like extremely devastating secrets that they're yeah. harboring. You'd be right which to I don't assume know. that. I don't know if that's necessarily true generally that everyone has like, and also even if you do have a devastating secret, it's better than lighting someone on fire. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like, an, it feels like this we're doing, it follows meets final destination mm-hmm. meets smile. Meets smile <laughs> meets a, a, a really, really half-hearted idea. Mm-hmm. It feels like that when watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm loving it so far. All right, let's continue. I also am loving it. So we, we see that they are, it is happening in the same order that they went. So Olivia sees a video of Ronnie dying that someone posted somewhere, which seems that's not good. Pretty fucked up. And is showing it to her friends, trying to convince them that this is real. He got dared to do this and he died like Carter said he would. And it's going to happen to Lucas is, would, would have been next. It's going to be Lucas next. Someone's going to ask you truth or dare, like pick truth. Lucas doesn't believe her. Nobody believes her yet. They, again, storm off. But as Lucas is walking home by himself, because he's not talking to Marky right now either, because he's found out that she cheats on him, he's in this alleyway and spray painted on the wall. It says truth or dare. And he's like, haha, very funny. And then his arm starts hurting and he pulls back his sleeve to reveal the words truth or dare being cut into his Ew. skin or like Ew. burned into his skin. And it's kind of, we're seeing now that, okay, this is not his friends pranking him. And so he picks truth and he has to admit that he has feelings for Olivia as well. It's also so funny, though, because it's like this one. Sorry, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do this for every single truth theory that comes up. But isn't the whole po- point of truth that people will hear it? Like, yes, that this demon or whatever the fuck it is couldn't just wait a little bit longer to for ask him, him to when there's like the presence people of people around that it had to write it on the wall and then write it on his skin and make him say a truth that nobody would hear. It's like, <laughs> OK, so that's just like him and his own thoughts, I guess. But does he have to go tell Olivia? He does tell Olivia, but it, I don't think he has to. I just think oh, he does because okay. he, he goes back to her because he believes her now and is like, oh, my God, it just happened. And she's like, well, what did you which one did you pick? What did you do? And he says, I pick truth and I admitted that I do have feelings for you. But there's no time to deal with that. We got to get everybody together and convince everybody that this is real and this is happening and that they have to do the dares or truth or whatever they pick or they'll die. So we get everybody in the same room. Marky is going to be next. And she they are able to like convince her to come. She's mad at all of them. And at some point, one of their faces turns to truth or dare, little smiley demon guy, and asks her. She picks dare. You fucking idiot. She doesn't doesn't believe them, I think, and is just like trying to be, I don't know, an asshole. Well, we'll see how that goes for her. And she gets dared to break Olivia's hand because earlier in the library, Olivia had grabbed Marky right after she revealed that she's cheated on him and and like touched her and Marky said if you touch me with that hand again I'll break it so now she's being dared to break Olivia's hand 
Olivia, God bless her, doesn't bat an eye, goes and grabs a hammer, lays her hand on the table. It's like, you have to do it. You have to do it. And Marky says, are you insane? Like, I'm mad at you, but I'm not that I'm not I'm not breaking your fucking hand. Olivia is desperately trying to convince her to do it. She's like, Marky, you have to, you have to. Lucas is telling her you have to. Everyone else is like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? And then uh, Olivia uses the a piece of information that she has that I can't remember how we learned, but Marky's dad has committed suicide in the past. um, And Olivia says, don't be a coward like your fucking dad. She's trying to piss her off to get her to break her hand. And that does do the trick. And she breaks Olivia's hand. Ouch. It look it does look bad. I was very impressed with Olivia's. She didn't she didn't hesitate. No, that's a good friend right there. That's a good she's a good friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. But I guess you don't. Yeah. If you, you know that if that she die. doesn't do it, she's going to die. You would be like, yeah, yeah. Break yeah. Hand. Break yeah. I would hand. let you guys break my hand. I would, too. There's so many bones in the hand, but it counts as a broken hand. Wow. And now this is interesting. I did kind of have that thought because you have to, I feel like you'd have to hit the middle? really hard with the hammer. She does hit the middle and she does hit pretty hard. And so something's oh, broken. It would hurt so bad. I think you'd you'd probably break something. Yeah, because there's a lot of those bones are like really small. Exactly. You know? Like you'd have to hit, and if you're doing a big bone, you'd have to really. Oh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they go to the hospital. They get her hand bandaged up, and Brad is next. He's alone when it happens, and he picks truth. I think they've convinced everyone like pick truth, pick truth. So he is talking to his dad. His dad's a cop. And he hasn't come out to his dad. His dad doesn't know he's gay. So obviously uh, this, this demon is really mean. Yeah. So this demon makes him come out to his dad oh. and he goes back to the group to tell them that this has happened. And he says, it actually, like, went really well. And it was like a really nice, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel really relieved. The demon's like, God damn it. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, do better next time. Do better next time. <laughs> uh, they realize Tyson is next, and he was not in the room with them or just doesn't believe them. And so they're like rushing to find him. And Penelope tells them that he's in his interview for his like first job at a hospital out, out of college. So he's in this like Uh-oh. important interview. They get there and they're trying to, like, as the interview is wrapping up and the woman interviewing him, her face turns into a smiley at the end. She's like, just one more question. (laughs) (laughs) The demon is so fucking pumped at this point that he's like, okay, I fucked up the last one, but this, this is really going to work. Truth or dare, I'm going to win in this moment. This is perfect for me. Uh, This demon is licking its chops Uh over this opportunity. Mm -hmm. He's having some fun. And uh, Tyson picks truth. I think they're in the hallway and they're like, pick truth, pick truth. And he's like, what the fuck? What's going on? And he doesn't really understand what's happening. And the woman interviewing him says, is it true that you sell prescriptions to undergrads or something like that? And it turns back into we've seen that like the people that are being taken over, it's only really happening in the mind of the person that's I mean, yeah, like everything else stays normal for the receiver. Yes. Yeah. And so he's 
you know, face to face with this woman that's interviewing him for an important job. And he just says like, no, of course I don't sell prescriptions to undergrads or something incriminating and weird. And from her point of view, completely out of nowhere, Mm. (laughs) just random. But he has lied, which is against the rules. And his face turns into a little smile Mm -hmm. as they're trying to come in and save him. He turns and locks them all out of the room and grabs a pen from the table, (gasps) stabs it into his eye. Ah! And it goes in, you know, an inch or two and then (gasps) walks over to the wall and (gasps) slams his head against the wall so that the pen goes all the way in Dark Knight Rises style. And it's Oh, I want to watch Dark Knight Rises again. Or no, the Dark Knight, Dark Knight. There's a part where he, he shows a magic trick to everyone and he balances a pencil on the table and says, I'm going to make it disappear. And he just grabs the guy next to him, slams his head down onto it, and it goes into his brain. He goes, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. But, but, maybe <laughs> <laughs> not the worst way to go. Seems like it'd be pretty fast. I mean, I guess you'd want it to go. You'd want it yeah, to he, be more he the into his Dark Knight style bit. than this style. Yeah. If I had to choose. <laughs> Do you think you die right away necessarily, though? Because sometimes can't you like get a hole through the brain and you still live? Mm, that Now that that changes things. That changes things. Isn't for that sure. a thing? I don't know. I, I no feel idea. like there have been instances of that. I'm sure there have all there's all sorts of medical marvels out there. I'm sure it's happened somewhere. You're just walking around with a full pencil in your head. Don't take it out. <laughs> and Don't now put you, it in. And now you speak seven languages Ooh. and can play the classical <laughs> jazz guitar. God, ever since the Joker stabbed that pencil through his brain, he's incredible. The Joker's at home like, fuck, 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 and so they're telling her, you know, you got to you got to pick truth. We're going to figure this out. Uh, they're doing a, a lot of laptop research. Not quite a montage, but we'll call it a montage. It's just like the amount of there's one scene where there's three MacBooks on the table between them. And they're just like typing. It's so funny. They're just constantly like truth or dare haunted ghost demon. It's very funny. <laughs> what Google search will work for this. <laughs> and Penelope goes to the bathroom and her reflection gets the smile and asks her truth or dare. And she says truth. And the reflection says, this game doesn't work like that. And oh. she says, what? And it forces her to pick Dare. We don't know why oh. yet. So we don't see what happens. Oh, one of the things, <laughs> one of the things they look up in the on the on Google is Carter USC because they, they knew he said he went to USC. The guy in the beginning, they're like trying to track that guy down. I'm like, I yeah, think everybody the only at Carter. Carter <laughs> I think everybody at USC is named Carter. And that can be a first Good or luck. last name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Carter USC. 
I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's a starting point. Yeah. Just throw it out there. Yeah. You're pretty desperate. We're like, we'll try anything. Uh, and we see that they find an article about the woman that we saw in the opening scene setting mm. someone on fire that popped up for Truth or Dare Mexico. For some reason in the news article, it says she was playing a game of Truth or Dare <laughs> and huh. then lit this person on fire. This woman is missing. She's on the run. She's wanted for murder, obviously. Um, her name is Giselle. They track her down on social media, create a fake account to DM her to say that they like need to talk to her about the truth or dare game. And are you waiting to waiting to hear back from her while we see Penelope is now on the roof? Mm. They run, everyone runs outside and I said, why didn't you pick truth? And she said, it wouldn't let me. And her dare is to walk around the perimeter of the roof and finish the like fifth of vodka that she's drinking. And so oh, she's God. getting like s- progressively more and more drunk as she's basically f- looks like tightrope walking along the <sighs> edge of the roof. They're f- they run inside. These fr- this is a pretty smart thing to do they everyone runs inside and gets a a mattress and they're just like following around with her with the mattress so that if she falls she'll get onto the mattress but then there's a part of the um you know exterior of the house that has a raw iron fence that has the little sharp sharp part at the top they try to put the mattress over it but all the spikes just go through it and they're like fuck that's not gonna work olivia again Immediately gets into her car, pulls back and just starts like driving into the fence to try to completely knock it over and knocks it over. And they lay the mattress on top of it. Now I'm like, this was pretty good. They handled this really well. Wow. I'm impressed. Meanwhile, Lucas is, gets up on the roof with uh, Penelope and she's like, you can't help me. I was doing my myself. She's so drunk. I feel like this is like going to be a final destination thing where you think the death is going to be one thing and it's oh, like, Oh yeah. Like a bird's going to like fly into her head or something. And yeah. Kill her. Yeah. Um, but he's basically saying, I'm, I'm not going to help you. You're going to finish it. But when you, when you do finish, I'm going to help you get down. She's almost done. She, or she, she finishes the last swig of what's what, like 32 ounces of vodka. Oh, and she like pass starts passing out and falls off the roof and they and lands on the mattress and she did it and she survived. And it's I think it's a pretty good scene. I was really on the edge of my seat. It's pretty stressful. That's cool. So it's a close call, but she survived. And after this, Giselle has responded to their DM and agrees to meet up. That there's a lot of this stuff that's like, okay, I guess, yeah, they just found her and now they're meeting up. They're in the same well, also spot. that like this woman is wanted for murder and she responds to a DM from an Instagram <laughs> yeah. account and agrees to meet in person. <laughs> the cops again are like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> damn, it, we, damn it, we did shit. So we get some more information from Giselle because um, she's obviously familiar with the Truth or Dare game. They're like, what's happening? Why couldn't we pick truth? And she says, well, we... When we started the game, we play a version of truth or dare that's called two truths and a dare. So if two people pick truth, the next person has to pick dare. Mm, mm -hmm, You can pick truth mm -hmm. or dare, but if the previous two people have picked truth, then you have to pick dare. So 
that's the rules that this demon is following. She says that they also, they started playing it in the church and uh, her friend Sam trashed the church while they were there. And for some reason, the game never ended. And Sam got dared to invite new people into the game, which I guess has to be done in this church. Okay. So Sam is Carter? I mean, yes, which she says right here, but for some reason they don't put together. <laughs> and they're like, oh, do you know Carter? <laughs> and she's like, huh? No. because Carter lied about his name. They're like, he would never have lied about <laughs> his name. He would never have done that. No, Carter from <laughs> USC. His name is definitely Carter. <laughs> or like... That's how this always happens when person gets dared to bring new people in. Yeah. And it is Carter, but either way, oh. it doesn't fucking matter. Just like, right. you've got your answers. Let go of Carter. It doesn't, Carter doesn't matter. Right. Like it could have been a bunch of iterations of people right. have already done this. Yeah. yeah. And Giselle says, all of her friends are dead. It's just her. And she pulls out a gun and she's like crying and she says, I'm sorry. And we realize she's still in the game because mm. she, it doesn't, let you go once you've passed it on. It just widens the time between your turns, essentially, when more people are in the oh. game. And so she says, I'm sorry, but it was my turn and I am got dared to kill you, Olivia. And so she tries to shoot Olivia. Drunk-ass Penelope jumps in front of that bullet, takes wow. a fucking bullet for her, dies. <laughs> wow. Penelope's still drunk? Yeah. Oh yeah, from thirty-two ounces of vodka. It's the same. I, I think know, it's the same night. I think they like go from here to there. They just like oh. drive straight to Tijuana. Wait, no, I think no, I don't think they? they're in. I don't think it's in Mexico. I think Giselle just happened. It's, it's that's very convenient. Happens to be where they <coughs> are somewhere in Southern California, and I could be wrong. But it's the, okay. these are the type of details that are really not, not paid important. attention to, and yeah. in a way that's just like everything's just convenient and so they're like who cares how they get together they get together yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's <laughs> very funny and uh because now giselle did not complete the dare she is taken over by the demon and has and shoots herself in the head Jeez. so oh. and is penelope dead penelope's dead now giselle is dead their their only lead so back to the laptops, more Googling <laughs> about the church. Uh, what's the history of this church? And they find that a priest died there and mm. a bunch of young nuns died there. But there's one surviving nun that is uh, still in Mexico and Tijuana. And so now we've got, we've got another lead. I love the idea of the demon being a young nun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they're they're back at the house where they where their laptops are. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so they couldn't have just gone to Tijuana and come back. Like, no, they, and they did. They're but they're going to go to Tijuana. Go. Yeah, no, they didn't go. They didn't go to. Yes, Giselle was not in Tijuana. She was conveniently located much closer around the block. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when they get back to the house, it's it's resetting back to the beginning. It's going to be Olivia's turn again. And she picks Dare and it's um, it's now like her 
Brad. Did she go to the hospital Brad. for her hand? Yes, she did. She's got a, okay. a cast on. So now it's her, Brad, Marky, Lucas. Penelope's dead. Tyson's dead. Ronnie's dead. Giselle's dead. And we're all, we're obviously all like taking this seriously now. So any resentments between Marky and Olivia have been uh, put on the back burner for now until this dare, Olivia picks dare for some reason, even though we've all agreed that we should all pick truth. And well, maybe because only two people can. Yes. Yes. And so she, she might be trying to spare her friends yes. because that's the kind of person she is. Exactly. And so, but she gets dared to have sex with Lucas. And okay, she's kind of like, huh. Yeah, not the worst thing. Not the worst thing. <laughs> I, guys, I have to or I'll die. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to do this at all. I just have to or I'll it die. It totally sucks. And we're all so mad about this. But, but if you guys I could give us some privacy right now, that would be Demon great. Demon up. <laughs> better get, get to it. Gosh. And it said I have to really enjoy it. <laughs> or I'll die. If I don't come, I'll die. It says we both have to come and there has to be a lot of foreplay. Ugh. Or I'll die. <laughs> uh, so Marky is obviously very mad about this and says, why didn't you pick Dare? Olivia says exactly what he said. I was trying to prevent you guys from having to do that. Marky says, how noble. Storms out. Marky is a bitch. Marky, Marky, she let you break her hand so that you wouldn't die. Also, you are cheating on him. Also, also, like, (sighs) these are not the things we need to be caring about in this moment. Yeah, we don't see a lot of the groundwork of their friendship of, like, why it is that we should try to repair this friendship. No, not at all. And how would she have known this was going to be the dare? It's not like she was like, I'm going to pick this because I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. The last person who got dared got dared to shoot, shoot me. Some. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Marky's gone. So now it, 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 they have their privacy. It's just Lucas and Olivia. She reveals to him that she told Marky that she picked dare because she was trying to spare the rest of them. But the truth is she picked Dare because she's harboring a secret that if Marky found out, it would destroy her. <gasps> oh, okay. Something to do with her dad. Any guesses on what it is? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so they have sex. And as they're having sex, Olivia looks at him and says, you're only doing this because of the dare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. What's fucking wrong with that? I'm trying to save your fucking lives. Yeah. Also, like. Even if he did have feelings for her, he still would only be having sex with her because of the dare. You know what I mean? Like, there's too much. There's too much at stake right now. You're also only having sex with him because right, right. of the dare. Yes. Right, exactly. We're all here because of the dare. And that's okay. <laughs> but she's, what, what she's really saying is, you're not into it. As into it as mm-hmm. I'd like you to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as they're having sex, Olivia's face turns silly and still oh. looks pretty Lucy Haley, only about 5% sillier. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, truth or dare, Lucas. Like while he's inside her? Yep. Oh, no. 
which is, this is the demon being really rude. I thought we both had to come. (laughs) (laughs) And he has picked truth. And he says he does have feelings for Olivia, but he is in love with Marky and wants to be with Marky. Oh. Real boner killer. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Now we cut to Marky, who is watching a video of her dad, um, you know, like a, a fond memory of him barbecuing something. And then this fucking video of the dad gets a silly face. Dad in the video. Oh, that is really fucked, fucked up. up G-Man. Really fucked up. And he says, truth or dare, Marky. <laughs> and she picks Jeez. truth. And the video of the dad asks, why do you keep the gun that I used to kill myself? Oh. And she says, she's crying. And she says, because sometimes I think about using it too. Mm. Brad is up next. He is, I can't, I don't remember the situation, but he's with his dad again somehow on the street in front of the house that everybody else is in. And he's like, it's okay. It's like going to be okay. His dad's face gets silly. Ask some truth or dare. Face says, I dare you. Or he picks dare. And does he have to pick dare? He doesn't have to pick I dare. I think he has to. Yeah, oh, he does. yes, he does. He does. And so the demon dares him to grab his dad's gun off of him. His dad's a cop again, or in, in <clears throat> uniform, so has his gun. It says, grab your dad's gun, Uh-oh. make him get on his knees and beg for his life. <gasps> and they're having this like heart-to-heart moment because it's, you know, they've had a clearly rocky relationship in the past and they've just had this more emotional oh, coming yeah. together. And so the dad is like checking in on him and Man, Brad this is... demon sucks. It really is mean. Brad is crying and he's like, I love you, dad. And I just like want you to know that I love you no matter what. And I'm like really sorry for what's about to happen. I'll explain everything later. Grabs the gun, screams at his dad to get on his knees. His dad is getting on his knees and is being like so apologetic and is like, Brad, I'm sorry. Like, is this what you think? Is this what you think of me? Is this what you think it's going to like take for us to have a closer relationship? And he's like, beg for your life. Please. Like, I need you to beg for your life. And he's like, Brad, let's talk about this, Brad. Oh, and he no. like won't, he won't beg for his life. He's just trying to deescalate, which is, you know, what a cop is supposed to do. And his partner cop runs up, shoots Brad, kills him. <gasps> oh, no. Wow. Devastating. Yeah, really that's devastating. really sad. That's really sad. You see the dad like, go like, no. Like, uh, yeah, it's really sad. I don't understand why a silly little movie like this has to be so sad. Yeah, there is some sad stuff. So now Marky is not answering Olivia's calls. So it's just Lucas and Olivia's. Uh, Olivia trying to they want to go to Tijuana they want to find this nun and see if they can get more information and answers on how to stop this game so they go by themselves and track down this nun she's an older woman now probably in her 70s so her presumably daughter or granddaughter greets them and says she hasn't spoken to anybody in you know since that incident but she agreed to speak to you guys but i mean she doesn't speak but she's agreed to see you guys and i think this is the silliest scene of the movie it's it's we're gonna get into some some cold hard answers here that are so dumb this is the part of the movie where it's like 
it's better left un- unsaid these mm. things. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't even get spelled <laughs> out for us. I want it spelled it's out because I can't wait to find. I cannot I, wait to find out what it is. Laughed through all of this. Well, some of the some of it's not funny. There is they're tossing sad things in here and there, but so. <laughs> They go and sit down with this woman and she's written things on paper for them to read. Olivia reads it out loud. Uh, It says the mission was a convent where young women went to find God. We were girls. So we played silly games like hide and seek. Does this woman, sorry, write in perfect English also? Yes. Full sentences. (laughs) Yes. Great. Mm hmm. Because I feel like they could have done a thing where Lucy Hale's character can speak Spanish and is like, oh, I have to say this out loud because I, I'll translate it. Yeah, they could have, but they did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were girls, so we played silly games like hide and seek. But the priest who ran the convent made us play his own game. And there's an implication here of some sort Ew, of yeah. abuse, sexual abuse. And it doesn't get into it, but clearly... Something bad went on and they all are scared of this priest and wanting payback for this priest. And one of the girls reveals that she knew how to do spells. And so she summoned a demon named Calix that possessed their game of truth or dare. Lucas says, possess the game? The woman goes back to her notepad, scribble, scribble, scribble. We read out loud, demons can possess people, places, ideas, and even games. <laughs> like something oh. like that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the girl who summoned Calix was eventually possessed by Calix, killed the priest, chopped him up into a bunch of little pieces, and never wanted to stop playing the game. And she explains that the person who released the demon can trap it with a ritual by his own hand. She she hands a uh, this is now in Spanish, a a page of uh, something in Spanish. And they're like, is this the spell or this is the ritual? It's in Spanish. It must be repeated seven times by the person who released the demon and a sacrifice must be placed in a pot and sealed with wax. And then the game will end. Calix will be trapped again. Pretty simple, straightforward bullet point stuff. Yeah. (laughs) This woman has just been sitting on for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And Olivia recognizes this pot because she saw it in the church. She pulls up her phone and she just happens to have a photo of this broken pot. <laughs> she's taking photos of in the church. In the church. And she's of like, course. I remember it smelled really bad. And the woman's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. and scribble, 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 and holds it up. The sacrifice. And we're like, what's the sacrifice? And scribble, 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 tongue. Olivia puts together, you release the demon because the person who released the demon has to be the person who sacrifices something. And she opens her, she nods and opens her mouth and we see she has no tongue. Oh, so they need to do the same. So they need to find Sam, whoever Sam is, because Sam trashed the church is what Giselle said. We don't know who Sam is. Oh, my God. These idiots. (laughs) 
Um, so at, at this point, I think all of them get called to the police station because they've tracked the IP address of her message to Giselle, who is wanted for murder. Mm-hmm. And so they're obviously mm-hmm. tracking her social media. Yeah, they're, 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 so they're all there. And Marky is there as well. And, you know, kind of pissed, pissed at everybody. The, the mood is tense, us all being together, but they're saying, you know, there's good news. Olivia's like, there's, we found some information. We can make this stop. So Marky's, you know, please, please to hear that. And Olivia gets called into the interrogation room. The guy is, is being like, can you tell me what's happening? All of your friends are dead. All of Giselle's friends are dead. Giselle's dead. There's only four of you alive now. Like, I'm trying to help you. Like, please tell me what the fuck is going on. And she says, four? Who else? And um, he says, you, Lucas, Marky, and Sam. And shows her pictures of each person, which I guess, I guess maybe you would do as a (laughs) cop interrogating someone. Seems like maybe confidential information. I don't know. But a huge twist. Sam is Carter. No <laughs> way. Oh, it's man. almost as if he was like, what's the name of someone who goes to USC? <laughs> so she's like, oh, great. And, and is like, are you arresting me? He says no. She's like, great. I got to go. Leaves the interrogation room. Back out into the front area where Lucas and Marky are, and Marky's face turns silly. It's Olivia's turn. Says, truth or dare, Olivia. She picks dare because she's got something that Marky can't know or it'll crush her. And this demon... Dares her to tell the truth to Marky. Oh, yeah, that's the other say, twist. That's the other twist. That's what you can do yeah. with the dare. You can always, you can. I dare you to tell me the truth. <laughs> so Olivia realizes the jig is up. She's got to come clean. She sits Marky down. She says, "I have something I need to tell you. I was there the night that your dad killed himself. I." was coming over to your house to see you. You weren't there. It was just him. Something had ha- like happened, maybe a, a breakup or something. She was crying. Olivia was crying. And um, he came in and, and offered her a beer. And she was upset, so she took it. And after she had the beer, she started to like feel uncomfortable, tried to leave. He like started trying to convince her to stay. And she was like, you know, extremely uncomfortable trying to go. And he was trying to get her to stay. And I can't remember the exact words, but he says something like, it'd be better off for Marky if you didn't tell her about this or something like that. And Olivia says to him, I think it'd be better off for Marky if you were dead. Did he did he like do anything? She doesn't really say, but but it seems like those were the intentions regardless. Yeah. 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 yeah, Sexual advances. Yes. Yes. I don't think it culminated in anything, but that was where it was headed. And so Olivia yelled in his face that he should he'd be better off dead. And 
that was the night that he killed himself. Well, she can't feel responsible for that, but that's also horrible timing. That's awful. That's really, really tough. So it is a, it is a pretty big secret. That's a pretty big one. That's Mm -hmm. a pretty big one. Marky storms out again. She's crying. She just wants to be alone. She's like, I just need to be alone. Goes back to her house, gets the gun out, her dad's gun, and is crying and pointing it at herself. Seems like she's thinking of uh, committing suicide. And Olivia runs in and breaks the door down. The door's locked and she like breaks in and, and sees this and, and convinces her to stop. And they have a... a a heartfelt moment where she's just like, I, I love you. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But like, there's so much to live for. We are going to stop this game and it's going to be okay. And like, Marky has had some said something like, I'm all alone. I don't have my dad. I don't have Lucas and I don't have you. And Olivia's like, you do have me. You always have me. Like, I love you. And is able to convince her to put the gun, put the gun down. So Marky has Marky has calmed down a little bit and has is now with Olivia and Lucas as they are banding together to track down Sam slash Carter so that they can go to Mexico and read that spell seven times and have him cut his tongue out and put it in a pot, seal Great. it with wax. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. They track him down. I don't know how. I mean, I guess they have his okay. real name now, but he's in a, like... Yeah, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so Gotta, Now we can find him. Yeah, we got everything pop, we pop need. that into Google. That ought to do the trick. Sam address. Sam, been to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but he's in a little like safe house that he's built kind of like a padded walls type situation. They found him in his safe house? Yeah. I don't know. These cops need to hire them. Yeah. They're really good at finding people that the cops need found. Yeah. And he's like explains that he's been in here because the demon can't come in here. There's no faces, nothing for it to channel through. But now they're there. And they say, we can make this stop. We need you to come back with us to the, to the church. And we can't explain how, but we can make it stop. They don't want to tell him right out the gate. You're going to have to cut yeah, out your tongue. Like, Understand- yeah, yeah, understandably. Yeah. That's not going to get him on board. No, mm-hmm. that's uh, probably not. So he agrees because having the game stop is a, is a compelling <laughs> prospect. Uh-huh. And so they they go they go. They're back in the ch- church in Tijuana and they hand him the spell and they say, Okay, read this seven times. And it's not a short spell. So seven times is a lot of times. And he's doing it. Lucas is kind of acting weird, shuffling to a further spot a further away spot in the room. They're kind of like, Lucas, what's going on? And he's like, I just, I got, I got, I got my dare and I got dared to choose which one of you to kill either Olivia or uh, Yeah, I mean, Steven is not messing around anymore. No, it ramps up. It ramps up. You start mm-hmm. with the, start with the fun one and. Some some secrets showing your dick. <laughs> yeah. What if you just got on the table and 
showed your dick to everybody. Or kill one of these two women. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's trying to he's trying to distance himself from them because he doesn't want to do it. And he's just trying to buy some time while these fucking seven times reading the spell and just got to cut out your tongue and then we'll be good and the game will stop. So they he finishes reading it seven times and I don't know. Olivia breaks the bad news and is like, okay, just one more thing. Good, great, Josh. You did great with <laughs> so that. So good, so good, so good. One last little thing. Hands him a knife, says you have to cut out your tongue and put it in his pocket. <gasps> oh he has God. to cut he it out himself. himself. Yes. <gasps> yeah. This demon is such an <gasps> asshole. And disgusting. Sam, bless his heart. He kind of gets the severity of the situation, right. and so he's not happy about it, but he pretty quickly is like, okay. I, he's like, fuck, okay, like, I can't believe I have to fucking do this, and starts trying to cut his <gasps> tongue out. <gasps> it's not going oh, as fast as you'd think. That's so gross. But we see <sighs> Lucas's face turning into a little smiley face because I guess his time is up for the dare and um, now he no. has to die um, because he didn't do his dare. And so he goes and snatches the knife from Sam, stabs Sam, kills him, and then slits his own throat. Oh. So now Sam and Lucas both dead. And now we don't know how to fucking stop this because Sam didn't f complete the sacrifice, the ritual. <sighs> so uh, they're like, fuck, now what? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Marky's turn next. And Olivia says, I need you to trust me. I need you to pick Dare. And I need you to not do it. Marky is scared, but she agrees and it happens. She picks Dare. Obviously, it dares her to kill Olivia. Again. <laughs> really. We're repeating things here. Yeah, we've heard that one already. Calyx. You already did that one. Calyx. But uh, they have uh, the gun. Marky has the gun. And um, she's... I can't remember the exact mechanics of this scene, but she's like not she's not doing it. And then her face turns in a smiley face because she's got to die from from not completing the dare. And Olivia lunges at her, grabs the gun. Olivia gets shot in the process in like the arm or something. Yikes. She makes eye contact with demon, demon marky calyx and says calyx truth or dare because they are in the spot the one spot where you're allowed to invite more people into the game for some reason that has to happen in in this church okay okay and calyx is like i i don't have to do that <laughs> <laughs> and she's like no. yes you do yes no. you do calyx show your dick <laughs> 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 and Calyx picks truth and she says tell the truth how do we make this game end and now here's where here's where you can really get get here's where truth because you could either say tell us the truth how do we end the game or I dare you to end the mm -hmm. game would have mm -hmm. been nicer if you'd picked dare yeah but yeah. we'll get there we'll get there either way I think it, it, it would have been nice because the truth is you can't 
the only way it ends is when you and Marky die. I mean, that sucks. But hey, at least you know. At least we got an answer. Calix disappears. Marky returns back to herself. It's like, what's what's going on? What happened? Uh, Olivia grabs her phone. And she's like, what's going on? What are you doing? And she says, I'm choosing us. And she gets on her live stream YouTube channel. All her followers get notification live video. And she says, my name is Olivia or whatever. We've been playing this possessed game of truth or dare. And uh, we're in Tijuana and it's making us kill people. And that's what happened with Giselle. And I'm so sorry to do this, but I have to ask you truth or dare. And everyone watching the video gets little smiley faces. (laughs) It's somehow worldwide. And she has just invited, I don't know, some amount of the whole population of the planet into this game of truth or dare. Wow. She's got a very popular live stream. Very popular live stream. She wasn't telling the truth before. I know. Really full circle here. Yes. So it's a, it's a, comes back to if your friends had to die or if the entire population had to die, which Mm -hmm. would you choose? And maybe she wasn't lying in the beginning and through this journey changed her mind. Strengthened her relationship with Marky. Yeah. So, and I guess, I mean, this is pretty shitty of her. Won't lie, but (laughs) it's going to take a lot. This might mean that everybody only has to do it once. You know, because if if it goes in the whole circle of all those people, the millions of people watching your live stream, then, you know, maybe you only it only comes to you once in your whole life before it makes it all the way back around. Maybe. Um, and maybe it just asks you to show your penis to a room full of people. And it's right. like, you <laughs> and know, then you're like, I'm one of those people that has to play truth or dare. People are getting out of shit left and right. <laughs> Ugh, I wish I could, but I'm one of those people that has to play truth or dare. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my turn. I would love to see you tonight, but I'm, I, do, I have to do truth or dare. So. <laughs> do you think Calix is stoked about this or pissed? Probably stoked. Yeah, stoked. More people, more people, more people. He's like, I got to call in more demons. Sorry, is that the end of the movie? Yeah, that's the end. Um, Oh, that's the end. Wait, does it say, does it actually say how many people are watching the live stream? I'm curious what the number is. No, but it like shows us people in different countries watching it. (laughs) I think it's meant to imply that there's a lot of people watching. Uh, Kind of a fun ending. That is kind of a fun ending. Yeah, no, I, there were a few twists and turns in there, but I gotta say, you know, I just don't like it when these silly little movies have to be so sad. There is some sad stuff. I guess I didn't brace us enough for that, but it's, it's also so silly. I really laughed a lot. <laughs> it's really silly. I like the end. I love, I love Lucy Hale. I'll watch, I'll watch anything she does. <laughs> is she, where, where in the tooth? Bracelet, bracelet equation does she fall does she get it does she receive it is she's she aware not, of it she's, she's not of it. part of it she's aware of it she's okay, aware great. of it but she's not giving or receiving the okay. bracelet <laughs> and that happens in season like six or something i mean it's a deep cut it's it's far in okay but you motivation to, to absolutely mm-hmm. motivation if it was up, i mean i get it. it if they put it in the pilot i'd be like well i've seen everything i need to see I've here seen, seen what i need I've to see it all I'm not surprised that she was also in Riverdale because that kind of has Riverdale vibes of tooth bracelet. A, to- a tooth bracelet would be in Riverdale. Yeah, they would do that. 
Well, I had a great time, to Me be too. completely honest. Me too. I had a great time. This was a fun one. I'm it's sorry it one. wasn't a tale of two sisters, which we will be doing in the near future, which I suspect Everybody buy will your be. DVDs. <laughs> yeah, go get your DVDs. Or if you don't live in the U.S., I think it is streaming in the U.K., in Europe, possibly everywhere but here. <laughs> okay. Um, so that'll be coming, but I'm glad that this little snafu happened and made us have to do this yeah. movie because I really had a good time. So thank you, patrons. I had a great time. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. And thank you, listeners. We love you all so much. You're all our Valentine. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I can't make the connection. All in Tine's Day? All in time today. <laughs> nice, Emily. That was awesome. That was awesome. No, I was trying to think of like me doing a YouTube video. So to end it to our millions of to followers. To our millions of followers to tell them that they're our Valentine. How about Sammy? I tr- Sammy Truth or Dare? Uh, Dare. I dare you to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just this episode. <laughs> Just this episode. Okay, well, I got a good voice to do it in. It's a sneaky demon Calix voice. <laughs> From all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Goodbye. Goodbye. And you know I'm smiling. Thank you, my friends, for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you had fun hanging with us, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you're interested in things like bonus episodes, video, trailer reactions, and other cool content, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. All right, we love you all forever and ever, starting a while ago and continuing into eternity. Adios. That was a HeadGum Podcast.